So they show up to the march in Israel, uh, in D.C. for Israel. They're chanting that Israel will remain, that Israel has the right to exist, and then Senate Democrats block the bipartisan House Israel bill. It came from the House. It's about giving $14.3 billion to Israel. But Democrats don't like that the money came from the IRS funding. Well, it's not new funding, and we had a different priority other than going after people uh, who are just trying to make a living, and why are they taking $600 and not paying taxes on it? The, this whole conversation about uh, IRS agents is not about going after millionaires and billionaires. That's a lie. It's about going after you and me. And let me just say, for the record, how angry I am that I am not a uh, millionaire sans billionaire. I mean, I'm not angry like somehow I, I, I lead this, this terrible life. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Um, it's that uh, I would very much like to be able to utilize the funding um, to kind of bring these people into check, share more voices, share more ideas. I do a pretty good job of it here, but you'd like to be able to do more of it. Oh, and also, um, it would be very cool to say, yes, I will take all of those. And it doesn't matter what those are. (laughs) I think that would be, at least once, that would be an enjoyable experience outside of a dollar store. I will take all of those, please. Yes, and would you like the Heath Bars on sale wrapped up in a gift bag? No, I'll just put them in my pocket and let them slightly melt. That way, I will be able to slurp them out of the package. Not even a Heath Bar guy. Why Heath Bar? Never mind. They didn't vote for it. Because it does not include aid to Ukraine. Okay. I wonder how many people at that rally yesterday that heard Republicans and Democrats speaking and cheering and doing the whole thing, and there were some great moments, and I'll get into that. I wonder how many of them will now look at the the Democratic Party and say, how dare you? I thought you said you were serious. Clearly you're not. You can go find another $14.3 billion for the IRS. Will their ideology allow them to do it? Will they say some things are more important than other things? Will they rank the things, yes or no? I'm going to go with no. Because they will accept lip service as opposed to real service. That's not how I live. I don't think that's how you live. And maybe we'll see whether or not these people who attended the rally yesterday, some 300,000, 300,000, and there was no chanting for genocide, and there was no anger, and it was Israeli and American flags. That's how it's supposed to go. Very different than how the pro-Hamas side goes about it. And of course, it's a pro-Hamas side. That's where Andre Carson is. 
Nothing, nothing but a good time and nothing but trying to build support. Different, just a different style and a different attitude. We'll get into that. But Democrats are not voting for the aid bill. That should be remembered. I just doubt it will. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Can we not just have, I was going to say a normal Thanksgiving, but no, no, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. Can we just have a non-political Thanksgiving? All I'm going for, all I want, I want that for you, I want that for me, I want just people to be able to enjoy. Nothing more, nothing less. Now, if if you belong to a, a family that can discuss politics at the Thanksgiving table, and make it be uh, rational, I think that's great. Go ahead, do it. Uh, The vast majority of people cannot. And uh, it's because uh, very often people at the table don't want that. What what they want is to utilize this time that they see family to go on the attack so they can prove themselves good or decent or whatever the case may be. It's super weird. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. And as I have argued over the years... I don't think you should attend those events. You got to work out those problems outside of that. But if there's a Thanksgiving that you feel you are compelled to go to, where because of your politics, you constantly get berated, but somehow you're told not to say anything, you know how they are. I don't know why you go. You're on the political right. Uncle Jimmy is on the political left. All he does the entire Thanksgiving meal is go at you. And when you want to say something, uh, grandma or someone says, oh, just just let him be. It's not worth it. Well, grandma's wrong. And Aunt Sally would be wrong. I assume there's an Aunt Sally. I always do. Aunt Sally would be wrong. If you are not able to equally express yourself, why do you even show up? And if these people don't want you to do it because they won't say anything to Uncle Jimmy, but they'll say something to you, is is that love? Oh, it's a heavy, it gets super heavy, right? It gets deep. Why would you allow someone to be so rude and then tell other people to accept the rudeness? Why, Why would that, that's not love. That's not decency. And yes, Grandma and Aunt Sally are wrong. Do you need me to tell them? Just give me their number. I will give them a call. It'll be a lovely conversation. And by the end, uh, I I will play the part of John Galt, and they will see reality, and they will then shut down the engine of the world, or at least stop making turkey for Uncle Jimmy, who's a giant jerk face. But what we want is just non-political, which brings us to Macy's. There is a petition against Macy's because at the planned Thanksgiving Day parade this year, there is going to be a, quote, non-binary and transgender extravaganza on display during their annually sponsored Thanksgiving Day parade. This is an actual petition. It has 20,000 signatures so far. 
Now, I do not know what we're talking about here, except as I read one of the articles about it, that the parade, which often uh, highlights uh, Broadway performances, two of the musicals, both of which feature transgender and non-binary performers in major roles. Oh, well, this gets a little interesting. Because actors act. It's what they do. Actors act. I get asked to be in a in a in a in a, in a film, or uh, uh, on theater. I would take a look at the part and see if I'm right for the part, and then go go from there. But right for the part could involve things that I don't necessarily believe because it's the part. In this case, um, the real conversation has to go back to Broadway. The same progressives who want to tell me to believe all women would now be okay with women not getting parts because men claim they're women. And Broadway cannot square the circle on that because no progressive can square the circle. Lin-Manuel Miranda cannot square the circle on this. Can't be done. How could he explain that a woman, uh, a man claims to be a woman and gets the part uh, uh, for an actress? You think Billy Porter can explain it? Billy Porter cannot explain it. Win all the uh, Tony Awards you want, you cannot explain it. You can make grandiose statements avoiding it, but you can't say you actually support women. And then have men claiming to be women and taking parts. Just can't do it. We're going back to the days of Shakespeare, are we? Is this Thanksgiving being corrupted by Macy's? Huh. Um, oh, wow. That is, that is a very, very peculiar question. Because it, I, I, I might also depend on the actual musical. I mean, I go back, or, or, or part, I go back to my original. You allow men to say they're women and take parts from actresses? That's, uh, that's, that's, that's an unworthy Broadway. That's pretty ugly. I, it depends on the musical, it depends on the performance, it depends on, on, on the display. I I am tired of being told I have to somehow admire these things as beautiful and worthy. I, I don't. I want people to be able to live their lives. This much is true. But then I get to make comments on everything else. Certainly, I have the ability to turn off the television, and I will. Because, well, I should say I will. I might. You might. Anybody can, right? I, I I will take advantage of my opportunities. That's the way to say it. I'll take advantage. It's just like radio. You want to throw me off the air? You know there's a petition to throw me off the air. That's a true story. Uh, now just change the channel. Boom. And no one does. And more and more people come in every day. So I don't know how I feel about a a petition in this case. But are you doing it just so you can tweak America? See, you have to accept this. I don't have to, they don't have to, no one has to accept anything. You go live your life, I'm not going to watch is, is a very, very possible answer. I wonder if we can see 
whether or not that happens. But why is it always these moments? Why is this something that you want to, aha, you have to be shown? I'm sorry. I don't think we should indulge what is described in the statistical manual, diagnostic manual for the American Psychiatric Association, the DSM-5. I don't think we should indulge mental disorders, which gender dysphoria is. It is what it is what it is. I don't think that should be indulged. I think it's a weird thing for Broadway and Macy's to do, personally. I think it's weird that San Francisco and California so openly and blatantly admitted they cleaned up the city for the visit of a communist leader, or uh, who Gavin Newsom calls boss. And while that's happening, two journalists who are visiting San Francisco from the Czech Republic got robbed at gunpoint. I guess they didn't clean it up that much. San Francisco Police Department responded to a robbery, um, and this they were told that three individuals with firearms exited a car, approached them, demanded that the production crew hand over their equipment, and then fled the scene in their car. About $18,000 worth of equipment. You see, you can you can pretend to clean things up, but uh, that's just pretend. It's just make believe. In reality, you have an unsafe city. Just like when Indianapolis does it, when we have some level of championship, we can play pretend all we want. A lot of people playing pretend today. We can play pretend all we want. Doesn't change reality. Only actually doing something about it changes reality. Just because you're actually making a change. I'm going to get more into... um, what happened with Senator Mark Wayne Mullins uh, with basically challenging a guy to a fight who had challenged him to a fight. Um, I am going to get into, did Kevin McCarthy uh, kidney punch uh, a, a guy? Oh my gosh. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about now. Tony Katz. <sighs> 93 WIBC, good morning. There, There is madness. There is absolute madness out there. And uh, it needs to be addressed, and uh, the Republican Party can't figure out how to just keep the win. They can't, they can't, they can't do it. They can't do the math. I'm also going to share with you this back and forth between Congressman Moskowitz and Congressman Comer on the idea of a loan repayment. Really, it's a conversation about trying to discredit somebody who is going uh, engaged in something you don't like. Why deal with data when you can just try to destroy? Now, the stuff with Republicans is going to get more play. The stuff with the progressive left is equally as, as destructive One could argue more so, but I'm not going to make that argument. You do not get better until you actually get better. 
and one must have a standard. The question that the political right has been asking and has been engaged in showing a difference uh, through elections is why in the world is it up to us to always be nice and sweet and these people can do anything they want? I want to fight them. I want them to fail. And then I want them to be punished for their nonsense. And it is very, very hard to try and convince people that that's not right. Because in many ways, I feel that the only way to learn is through pain, and the left has to deal with the consequences of their actions. Over not just the past year or two years or five years, but the past 40 years. Even within that, there is a way. And I do not want to see things get in the way of valuable policy where progressives learn that they're not in charge and they don't represent the country and they're sure as all bloody hell not moral and decent. Because they're not. If we're going to argue that there is a morality and a decency, we need to be able to rank it and certainly... Instead of looking at data, going after somebody personally and trying to disparage them is not moral or decent. I will bring you that story. But the political right cannot get out of its own damn way. You have a Democratic Party that doesn't want Joe Biden as its nominee, that is lousy with anti-Semites, that can't fix a border, that has allowed two major conflicts to take place and wait for China. And you're you're basically acting like Riley and Jonesy and Letterkenny. Tarps off, boys. It's go time. Nope. No, not down with that. I'd appreciate it if you just focus on winning. That would be That'll be great, and I will break this down further uh, coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. So you've got eight kids who were arrested after they beat and killed a fellow student. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. So this 17-year-old died of his injuries after being attacked by eight students. I have yet to find out why it happened. They, police say it was a fight over stolen wireless headphones and possibly a stolen vape pen. Everyone agreed to meet in an alley and fight over it. I I don't know who agreed to this. I don't know who agreed to eight on one. I don't know if I buy any of that. What I know is that the victim is white and the attackers are not. And if this was reversed, we would have heard about the story. Again, narrative over um, all things, right? Oh, it's a white student who got killed. Guess it's fine. What? Don't don't look at me. 
Go look at those who refuse to report on the story, who don't care that kids, instead of dealing with issues, are beating the daylights out of each other, beating each other to death. That's my point. The story would be discussed if it was in the reverse. But you would not get to the root of the thing because people would say, oh, race. But no one's saying race here. They're not even talking about the story here. The answer is eight guys are going to beat up on one guy. Well, we can discuss for certain the idea that sometimes people will just solve the problem on their own. And there's something to be said for solving a problem on your own. There's something else to be said for when 17-year-olds are doing it because they're not adults. There's something to be said for when this is happening on school grounds or took place near uh, what is called Rancho High School. That conversation, different than the we would hear about this story and MSNBC would be in full apoplectic fits if it was a black student. I think we should be disgusted in a full apoplectic fits when we see kids engaged in this stuff. Personally, my take. Uh, also, uh, let us take a look at where uh, the polls are. Oh, no, not presidential. According to a poll by Intelligent.com, an online poll, 609 college students, 22% of college students sympathize with Hamas, 26% side with the Israeli government. Well, that's not a problem. More than one in five college students support a terrorist organization? Good Lord. Uh, We have done a craptastic job of educating our kids. And uh, to that end, let's make sure that groups like Moms for Liberty uh, keep it up. Be involved in your kid's school. Be involved in what's happening with the curriculum. Fight it when it is failing. Don't stop. And for those people on the left saying, how dare you? You have engaged in an education system that doesn't clearly denote what a terrorist organization is. So, sorry, you failed. All the people on the political left in Fishers, Indiana, you failed. It's not my fault for noticing. It's not the fault of Fishers 1 for 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 wanting to do something about it and being proactive in 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 their local uh, elections it isn't my fault that they figured out how to organize it isn't my fault that groups like them across the country are gaining ground and becoming successful if we haven't taught our students haven't taught our kids that Hamas is a terrorist organization if we haven't taught our kids that you do have to stand up for yourself when somebody's trying to steal something from you. But grabbing eight friends and beating someone to death isn't the answer. Well then, what exactly are we teaching? Therefore, I am only left with the analysis 
that leftist education failed. Why doesn't Jennifer McCormick, who's running for governor, former superintendent of public instruction, former Republican, why doesn't she explain how somehow it hasn't failed? Take a look around. I got one in five college students, and I'm saying that it doesn't come from college, it comes from prior to that. One in five thinks that Hamas is okay, a terrorist organization. Why doesn't she she explain why the education system isn't responsible for that? Explain why the political left, which has controlled academia for decades, isn't to blame because they're to blame. They're to blame. Certainly not the parents who far too late to the game, I concede that, are getting involved. Oh, but they're they're so rude and they're threatening school board members, first of all. They're not threatening school board members. There may have been someone who threatened a school board member. I won't say no to that. But all of these groups in all these disparate areas, all of them are threatening school board members. Be quiet. The school board members don't seem to be able to take any criticism. And then they want to throw people out or not have the meetings because how dare you speak to a member of a school board like that? You're a public official. If you can't handle it, go work at Dairy Queen. That's it. That's the ball game. Parents gave up educating their children and they handed it over to these people with the social contract of we're going to make sure this works right. And then uh, these people... These progressives did not properly hold up their end to the social contract. And now when the parents say, we're taking our kids back, they say, oh, no, you're not. And that's where the fight is. And the fight is worth it because there's no way we should have one in five kids thinking a terrorist organization is worthwhile. Keep on keeping on. They're your kids.